Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today, the question is, what is narcissistic personality disorder? I'm going to refer to this disorder as NPD for short. So it's important to understand when looking at this question, the idea of narcissism. Narcissism sits on a continuum. We need to have a certain level of confidence and a certain level of self-esteem to function and be productive on a daily basis. NPD is an extreme manifestation of narcissism. It's over to one side of the continuum. It can only be diagnosed by a qualified mental health clinician. And there are certain criteria that mental health clinicians look for when determining if someone has the diagnosis NPD. The first is a grandiose sense of self-importance. Oftentimes, somebody with NPD needs to be and wants to be recognized as superior, even though there's no evidence to support this superior standing. And if that recognition doesn't occur, sometimes frustration and sadness can set in for that person. So it's expected. They expect oftentimes to be recognized as being superior. The next criteria we look for is a preoccupation with unlimited success. And with this manifestation, we can see a lot of different uh, occurrences. One would be kind of a fantasy. So a preoccupation with this fantasy of having unlimited success, power, money, fame, and no real clear way that that would be achievable. Oftentimes we find this is unrealistic. It's not always unrealistic, just most of the time it is. 
And it takes on a nature, either in fantasy or something they really believe they can get, that is far beyond what we would consider normally when we think about being successful or even being famous. And again, there's no real evidence to support that this fame or power is really going to happen. The next criterion is this idea that someone's too special to be understood by regular people. So we see oftentimes with somebody with NPD, this idea that the people around them really can't understand how good they are, how special they are, but even just understand their true nature, that they are complex. They're complex to such a degree that normal individuals just can't comprehend how special and amazing they are. But certain special people could. And oftentimes this takes the shape of famous people, a certain famous actor or business person or politician. Maybe they could understand, but a normal individual couldn't. So this idea of being too special is one of the criteria. The next area is when an individual needs excessive admiration. And this points to kind of interesting topic of self-esteem. There are a few different theories about self-esteem and individuals with NPD, including this one theory that suggests they actually have high self-esteem. I'm going to have to agree here with what's in the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. Based on my experience treating this disorder, I would say it's not the case that we see high self-esteem, but rather almost all the time we see low self-esteem a particularly fragile self-esteem for people with this disorder. So they're looking for this excessive admiration, and really their self-esteem is low. Oftentimes with this excessive admiration piece, we also see somebody who looks for compliments in normal conversations. So they put information out there in an effort for somebody else to recognize how special they are and give them a compliment. Another element we see with NPD a lot of the time, is the sense of entitlement. They expect somebody to look at them favorably, people that suffer from this disorder. Again, there's no reason necessarily that they would expect that other than a disorder. The amount of entitlement they have exceeds what would be expected. So everybody has some sense of entitlement. With NPD, it's greatly expanded. Next element is exploiting relationships. And a lot of times this is thought of as being deliberate. If somebody's exploitive in interpersonal relationships, it's a deliberate attempt to be that way. But when I think of MPD, I often think of this as an unintentional consequence of the disorder, not a conscious decision. Uh, part of the Entitlement, part of the needing admiration, leads to exploitation. Certainly, sometimes it can be intentional. Which brings me to the next criterion, which is a lack of empathy. Now, this is a, an element that we see shared between narcissistic personality disorder and antisocial personality disorder. And again, I think sometimes this is conceptualized as deliberate, that somebody's ignoring their ability to empathize. But really, with this disorder, 
and with antisocial personality disorder, it's an inability, for the most part, to recognize the feelings and thoughts and goals of other people. Somebody with this disorder simply can't connect with the nonverbal and verbal cues that indicate what type of feelings somebody has. They can't pick up what we refer to as affect or the presentation of feelings that somebody has. The next element here is when somebody is envious of others and they believe that other people are envious of them. We see this with MPD. And again, it's unrealistic. Everybody at some point has envy for other people and may believe to some extent that somebody envies them in some way. But with MPD, again, it's taken way out of proportion. It's much greater than the evidence supports. And like most of the traits with NPD, they are in fact traits. They are something that we see chronically. So that envious state that we would see in individuals that fall within normal limits, we don't see with NPD. It's more of a trait. That envy is there a lot of the time. It's chronic. As part of this element, Sometimes we think of this idea that somebody with NPD tends to devalue the contributions of other people. So they may be working on a project, and that project may have been successful, and they may say that they deserve the vast majority of the credit for that project's success, and that other people's contributions were okay, they were helpful, but they just weren't special, and they weren't important or crucial to the project. The last criterion in NPD is this idea of arrogance. And a lot of times we see this expressed in terms of an NPD sufferer being condescending toward other people. So they may go somewhere like a business and receive a service from somebody and rate that person as inferior, their abilities as inferior, maybe indicate that they're not competent. And they may tell that to a third party, but not directly to the person that they're essentially accusing of being incompetent, or they may tell that person. There's different levels of arrogance we see with NPD. So when looking at narcissistic personality disorder, we can see that somebody with this disorder typically does not do well with criticism. They respond poorly to criticism. They often take criticism as humiliating. And this can lead to shame. Again, I believe this is consistent with the idea that most people that have this disorder actually have low self-esteem. With this shame, especially if it continues for a while, this can lead to depressive symptoms. Now, when looking at the excessive need for admiration, if that need is met, this can lead to hypomanic or manic symptoms. So we can see depressive and hypomanic and manic symptoms in individuals, sometimes we can see this, in individuals with NPD. Other illnesses that are comorbid with NPD, meaning they can occur at the same time or they're more likely to occur, would be anorexia nervosa and substance use disorder. In particular, we see an elevated risk for cocaine use disorder. As far as other mental health disorders that would be comorbid with NPD, we would see other personality disorders like borderline, histrionic, antisocial, and paranoid. They would be comorbid with this illness, meaning they'd be more likely to occur in somebody with NPD than somebody that does not have it. 
And in terms of prevalence, there are a lot of different studies that show a lot of different numbers for how prevalent NPD is. Roughly, if you look at the research, it would be reasonable to say about 1% of the population has NPD. So again, going back to one of my original points, if only 1% of the population has NPD, that leaves a lot of people that have narcissistic traits where these traits aren't so severe that they'd be classified as having the disorder. So narcissism, again, runs on a continuum, and there are healthy levels of narcissism. NPD is a personality disorder, so we would think of it as chronic and long-lasting. Mental health treatment for NPD can help reduce the symptoms, and it can help individuals to adjust to circumstances that may occur because of NPD. Trouble with relationships, trouble in jobs, and other types of situations can occur because of the symptoms of this disorder. And mental health counseling can sometimes help with that. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.